So this is Adulting with Rebecca Adams. Hello and welcome to Series 2 of So This Is Adulting. I am continuing my quest to become a fully rounded adult today with the help of Bunny Galore, who will talk to me about the importance of sexuality. Before I chat to them though, let me tell you a story. Apparently, if women are not all over men, they automatically become a lesbian. This was the case for me, decided by my old friendship group. This story may come across as humorous, but it's really not. Judging someone is no joke and something that needs to stop. I used to work at a bar and I had a group of close friends there that would constantly give me crap for being single. It started off as a joke between two people who started saying I was a lesbian because I wasn't hooking up with guys or had a boyfriend. I would go along with the joke because I didn't want to seem dramatic and I generally didn't care if people thought that I was gay. But then it got to a point when it wasn't funny anymore. They started to torment me. They would tell people at my work that I was a lesbian. They would scream lesbian jokes out to me and would literally bring gay women out to ask me out. There is nothing wrong with being a homosexual and I wasn't getting upset or embarrassed because of that. Hey, if I was a lesbian, I would be loud and proud about it. The issue was that they were being cruel about it and this next story was the icing on the cake. My so-called good friend at the time came over to my house one night. Again, she mentioned the lesbian thing. I told her to stop because it was getting annoying now. Who cares if I was single? She got her phone out and started playing a video of two girls making out. She then asked me if that video turned me on. I remember just looking at her and thinking, you are not my friend anymore, as this is not what a friend should be doing to someone, especially as an adult. What happens if I was a lesbian and was too scared to come out you think attacking me about it is going to make it easy for me this is the part of the reason why the gay community are so scared to come out because of judgmental pricks like them i've had countless conversations with my gay friends about this and they agree i did not want to be around people who were mean like that whether they were joking or not so i made the decision to back off from that circle of friends at work and just remain professional months later one of them did apologize and said they were joking I explained to him that he doesn't know what the LGBT community goes through and by making jokes about it simply because someone doesn't hook up all the time is not right. I have a lot of gay friends who have had bad experiences coming out and I guess I'm just sensitive about the topic. For those who are wondering, I did eventually get a boyfriend, but that didn't last very long. So this is adulting. To help me navigate the waters of sexuality, I'm joined by Bunny Galore. Bunny, how are you? Oh, hello, darling. I'm really well, thank you. Yeah, really, really well. It's uh, I'm enjoying the sunshine and the torrential rain. It's schizophrenia. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is 2021. I don't get you guys. Like, it's sort of like a boyfriend. Sort of they're up and down. Well, my ex-boyfriends especially. <laughs> like, one time they're really happy, which is the hot weather. And then, then they're really sad and moody. And then it's raining. I don't get this weather. Like, you guys need to come. When I say by you guys, I mean the weather. I'm talking about, like, yeah. the UK weather. I'm talking as if it's like a person. But it's you need to come down. either choose hot though. or cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, no, particularly it is. strange it's at the moment. 
it's just trying to yeah it yeah, definitely it, is and it's not even autumn yet and we're in we're in uh, where are we we're still in july aren't we so it's um yeah but i should really be doing this right now yeah but, we're in yeah. july while we're recording it it's crazy well um how have the past um, the past few how's the past few months been for you because obviously hashtag covid um what are yes. you currently up to because i know you tell me you're doing a show that's exciting yeah, so it's been so weird. So after about the first year of it not being, you know, if I, I work in theatre, I work in cabaret, I work in various other areas, but not being able to work at, at live stuff for so long um, was crazy. And then suddenly I, I did start uh, working on a, uh, not my show, but a, 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 another production that was starting up, one of, one of the first ones to start up, and it seemed like a really great idea. Uh, which I think is 12 weeks ago now. I've just had an email about, so I can't believe it's been that long. But it was great fun to sort of hitch wow. myself on, you know, go from nothing, being at home, like just stuck at home, to like mm-hmm. full-on tech was brilliant because it felt like normal life. But the the weird contrast is if um, a lot of the friends that during lockdown that were working I wasn't working, but I get why it's quite weird during lockdown if you were working because you are there all day and that feels like normal life. You come home and suddenly yeah. it's quite it's quite a crash because you, you go, yeah. oh, actually life isn't back to normal yet. As much as I would love to chat to you about being in lockdown, I want to know your <laughs> – I want to sh- – I know your story, but I want other people <laughs> to know about it because I think you're such – I've told you this from the beginning. I think you have such a good attitude. You're so positive to be around. You are absolutely hilarious and you're very true to yourself. And I feel like, unfortunately, some people are not really true to themselves because they're afraid of getting judged. So I just want to like a little yeah. bit of a short reminder of your story because you're, you're, you're bunny galore. So what? tell me your story. Well, thank you for that. For anyone that might I not know. Be, I, I- I'll be using that as a ringtone. That's amazing. Um, it, it is strange, isn't it? I think with uh, – so I turned um, – I can't remember when we spoke actually last, but I actually had a very big birthday back in November, and I turned 50, uh, which if you you're told me that – You're not 50. Stop know, it. You're like literally – like you're 40. Shut up. You're 35. And with the right surgeon, it will never happen. Um, it's, it's weird, isn't it? I, I – I only bring that up because I never thought I'd get to this point. And I don't feel any different than I probably, I, I think I'm probably better than I was. What do you mean? Why, what do you mean you don't think you'll get to this point? You don't well, think you, that you would have been alive. Will, if you say that to a teenager, you think they, you, they can't really com- even comprehend what it would be like to get to 50. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it seems like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it seems very old. It seems, you know, you'd be, you know, this. Uh, and, you know, uh, I feel like I'm still on my my journey as a as an artist so i don't feel like i've completed that journey yet although i've achieved quite a few things it's like there's a lot more i'd love to do and so i think that's part of it i think it's wanting to still have goals and still have things that you want to do in the universe but i i think in what you're talking about here is uh has i've had some clarity with that lately because i've realized i come from a, an era the late 80s when i first came out well the, the last few weeks of the 80s uh, <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was um it was it, looking back and because i think since we've uh, talked last the the show it's a sin has come out the russell t davis amazing series which really reminded me of what was going on in that era 
and it's and 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 made me think oh my god i suddenly feel like that was such a, a different era it's so weird isn't it where you associate your late teens with now being a different period in time um and yeah somehow, it was crazy back then yeah yeah it, yeah it really was but somehow i seem to sort of i think maybe i escaped into theater i think we all got to find our tribe and my tribe was theater yeah and i'm still there uh, you know, you can find, and you, you know, I think that's one of the most important rules is to find your people. Because if you feel like you're marginalized and you're in the middle of nowhere and you don't know any other sort of, don't have any gay friends, I, that's the, thank God for the internet now that you can talk to people, you know, <laughs> very carefully, uh, but uh, <laughs> choose wisely. But at least you can, you, you can have uh, interactions with people. You don't feel like you're alone. I think I, I was lucky. I escaped into that bubble and I kind of, that kind of shielded myself. Did you feel like myself. you were alone when you came out? I think any more than any uh, probably gay boy provincially in 1989 <laughs> probably did. But I had friends. I, I I, I, no, obviously, I, I wasn't born. I obviously wasn't born in 1989. <laughs> um, I was born in the 90s. So I was born in the 90s, but I wouldn't know that. And I'm fortunate enough to be coming from a very um, – loving background i didn't even know the difference like if you're we'd learn to love you love anyone if you're nice whatever i love i don't care about who you love like love is love and i'm always gonna stand by that but in the 80s from what i've been looking at in documentaries it feels like homophobia was a big thing back then and i feel like there's still homophobia still this day but was there how did was that for you growing up in the 80s as a gay guy i should say yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Because you kind of, uh, I, I, that's what's been surprising me lately, thinking about that teenager years being such a period of time now. And because of HIV and AIDS becoming so prevalent at the time, I do wonder what would have happened if that if that never happened. Uh, I It kind of held everything back until like, 15 years ago i think then we were kind of in the right place yeah better well a better place now but it took that set everything back i'd say about 20 years um as far as people understanding because wow. i think we were kind of getting the early 80s i think it was you know when i was very young i think it was kind of getting to a a role you know as far as you look at media and you look at you know pop stars of the early 80s that whole gender fluid uh, what they used to call gender bending um uh, but that gender fluid stuff was so yeah. popular and I think it would have escalated more and more and more. But the, the AIDS crisis in the mid eighties, unfortunately literally set everything back to the stone age almost. Um, again, I don't think that particularly affected me. Um, I, I think if I was, and it's a sin has made me realize, Oh gosh, if I was five years older, that would have been really dangerous uh, because I was just, what do you mean by that? Well, as in, I wasn't, I wasn't sleeping with people at, at that when AIDS uh, was. Oh, you not mean literally about. for your health be dangerous? Yeah, literally oh, for my health. It would have been like really anyone dangerous. would actually hurt you. Yeah, no, no. As in, it would have been. Um, so uh, yeah, it would have been dangerous in that way if I'd been five years older. I think it kept me safe looking back at that period. But now, as far as the homophobia goes, I think, and it still happens now. I was having this conversation last night actually with somebody. It's, um, I, I think the. It can still happen. Uh, it's just when people aren't exposed to it, it's the unknown. So I think if um, 
obviously it's ego and it's male pride and stuff like that. But I do think it's to do mm-hmm. with just not having exposure to it and understanding. I'm not saying all gay people are perfect. I'm not saying all straight people are perfect. So, but if you've got this bad image of gay people, which the odd one might be right, but um, but it's being exposed <laughs> to the right people and just you know, and the more the more people you meet, and you you, would, I think that opens people's eyes, and I think that would just demystify it slightly. I think. How were your friends and family? Did that were they supportive when um, you were coming to terms with your sexuality? Because a lot of people, a lot of adults and teenagers, uh, they don't really they, they for some reason they feel really embarrassed to to be who they are. I had have, I've had multiple conversations with my friends about. It. I've been that thankfully I've been that friend that have helped them through this mm-hmm. because it generally baffles me that sexuality like we have to have a conversation with our parents for being um to the same sex loving the same sex but it's not like i'm coming out to my family like hey i'm straight you know what i mean like that generally baffles me um i don't get that but did you have to how were your friends and family when when that when you were coming out well oddly uh, this is where i feel like i'm in a slight bubble for for a nice 89 like I think it was, I think it's about October, November eighty nine. It's funny what you remember, isn't it? I can't remember what I did last Tuesday, but I can remember this. Um, it, <laughs> but I think by that point, I'd like I'd obviously left school. I was in like I think I was in the amateur dramatic world. I think of uh, of theatre before going to drama school. So that's how I I joined a local group type of thing, and that's kind of so I had mm. very pretty broad-minded friends around me and I had uh, a lot of gay friends around me at that point so I've been going out quite a bit so I hadn't told my parents my parents found out by accident I think some friend had left a message at my house to meet us at a gay bar and they realised what do you mean by accident well as in the so a friend had left a message at my house to meet us at a bar that turned out to be a gay bar my parents then confronted me with that information just going I don't think they didn't know the odd thing was my my father was so cool about it. Really, really cool. This is 1989 and oh, he was good, 74. So he died a couple of years later. So he's about 73, 74 at that point. Uh, my mother was a bit a bit funny with it. I think she had, a, a, but that's where I talked about earlier about it, not having exposure to it. I think she just had this, the bad idea of it. Because in 1989, you probably would do. Um Mm. just for that night she was a bit spiky about it i think you know not having grandchildren you know what the neighbor's going to say it's like you know our neighbors were pretty you know sort of <laughs> not that fantastic anyway why would they care like worried um, about what others would yeah. think yeah and that's, that's, really, that's a shame because but that lasted literally no. that evening the next morning like any true middle class family it was never spoken of again um so it was absolutely fine okay. the next morning it was and it, and it wasn't a huge argument it was a little bit spiky i think i was possibly you know i th- we all expect coming out to be oh my god this is so well you don't understand me that type of you know you, you, you can't you come in at that level but some but no honest to god all jokes aside though that's actually some people though have um has that sort of reaction like your reaction i'm so happy that they were really calm about it it is a shame that your family was worried about your neighbors because it shouldn't really matter what other people think of you and your sexuality but i get that was the 80s yeah and i am glad it's different now i think she also was talking um, in cliches slightly i look back now and i think she was coming out with quite a lot of things that i think she probably thought she had to say or what no i don't think really yeah yeah yeah, yeah, i'm trying to protect you by the next morning it was kind of oh 
you're fine. Anyway, carry on. And the what I and why I on, why I improved in the situation is I introduced them to all my friends. So it wasn't like some secret life. So I would bring home my straight friends, my gay friends, and they just met everybody and loved them because they were great, lovely people. I have great taste in friends. So uh, that's how Thank you. that cured. <laughs> the only trouble is I think they always thought I was dating my straight friends, but um, but I was like, no, 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 that, that's just a friend. <laughs> And that, that's, uh, anyway. uh, but you know, she's been pretty cool with it all, and uh, and, and even with Bunny Galore, who came along later on, about a good 10, 15 years later, it, she was fine with that. Um, yeah, so pretty cool, I have to say. I'm, but this isn't the same for everybody. But I can only speak of that's my... what I was just going to say. So for some, so not, so someone that has a similar story to you, but mm. there's been different reactions. How would you recommend them? to overcome that whether or not they've been abandoned by friends or family or work colleagues and they're yeah. trying to ex and not just be identify as themselves as like your sexuality whether it's bi trans gay that type of thing but even like what you do as well like um doing drag but there some people still don't get that and oh, gosh, yes. how would yeah. you, yeah, what advice would you give people that are not being, that don't have a supportive great network around them? Is it just like finding new people to support you? Like what, yeah. people always yeah. feel alone in that yes. stuff. I think you, 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 you're right. No, you're completely right, darling. Uh, and also when I started drag, it was not fashionable. It was not, you know, since Drag Race has started and it, even the UK version, since it's gone on to Netflix particularly, it's become huge. And that's changed it a lot. It was not fashionable when I started doing it at all. I was started at drama school mm -hmm. and everyone thought I was crazy. Uh, they, I suppose the trouble was drag at that point in the UK was like a short, hard front wig and it's, and a glittery dress and standing on a cardboard box in the corner of a drag bar miming badly not lip syncing just miming <laughs> um uh, and i wanted to wear a lace front wig and sing musical theater songs so everything i was trying to do was about mm, a good 10 15 years ahead of its time really but i didn't know i was not that i'm a pioneer yeah. i was just <laughs> didn't realize my taste level kind of hadn't that <laughs> everybody hadn't quite caught up to what i was doing and gentrifying drag which i which i was doing but i hadn't realized i was doing it ahead of time but hey ho um yes the, the secret is so with friends if friends turn the back on you and they don't approve of what you're doing and get better friends um they they're not they're yeah not your it's friends. not worth family it it's a bit tricky because family you is blood and you are stuck with them um if it's in i would say two things either they will either they'll come around if, and they'll come to understand it if they really love you uh and if they don't then we do choose our own families i have a very strong network of friends around me and they are my family i don't have much family left my mother is still yeah. alive but she's not very well anymore unfortunately and um you know that's mm. that's kind of it i'm i my family is the people um, I've chosen to have into my life, uh, which is such a weird cliche, but it's really true. It really, really, really is true. It's those people that are special yeah. to you. Um, uh, and that's your family. Uh, I'm not saying it's easy. And I'm sure it's, it's going to hurt. Right yeah. I'm not saying it's easy. It's particularly yeah, like family. I'm sure it's going to uh, hurt. It, yeah. Um, obviously, if anybody listening to this is is struggling, there's a lot of. I'm sure we can link some charities and sort of sort of organisations that would help if oh, you're a 100%. teenager being yeah, thrown out and things like that. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, there's people that you can talk to. That's the biggest thing is talking about it. In this world where we can yeah, do so podcasts just, and yeah. we can do YouTube, it's the it's literally 
talking about it is possibly the the biggest uh, cure to anything because it always sounds better out loud. Yeah. Yeah. What about um? What about pressures? Did you? I've, I know your family found out because, and I even hate using that word "found out." Like, you, <laughs> it is weird, it's, it's it? your sexuality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, I hate that. I think they knew. Found out. <laughs> I think they like, probably knew by then. But, but like, did, did you ever feel pressured at one time or not that you would have to explain that you do like the same sex? Did you ever feel pressured from that? I think a little bit at school, but um, I didn't really i just kind of i have to say i i have to say i always thought i was in the right <laughs> i don't know that's the well, like a sport only child thing but i always thought like well i'm right everybody else is wrong by thinking it's wrong exactly i'm just gonna wait for you to catch up with my idea now, now whether that's arrogance or stupidity i don't know but um to think- no it shows that you're very true to yourself and yes. i think that's fucking sick yeah i think you know what i mean i'm lucky for me i can only talk about sick is a good story. thing by the way sorry my australian humor whenever i say that's fucking sick it doesn't mean like literally sick it means sick means no, awesome yeah, 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 just okay, want to that's clarify that's Yes, I'm down with the kids. I understand these words. Um, it's uh, <laughs> so it is. It's kind of it is literally. Uh, you have to. I think perhaps I was just. I just knew who I was from day one, and I from eight years old. I can't yet yeah, click. That is, but I look back now at my contemporaries of people that I know from that era uh, or people I've met since that the same age of me that were growing up in that era, and they are quite bitter and twisted by that whole experience. And I always think, why is that? But it's because of of everything at the time. And it might have been going on in the mm-hmm. 80s, but it, you know, it's still going on now. And I see the the results that they, the self-hatred people have for themselves, I, which I I never had. I never hated myself for being gay. I just went, yeah, and that's that's that that's a fact. Why that's do you think just, that? Why do you think that you I don't know. I think didn't it, I, I, um, feel maybe, the way that my other people might? Yeah, I don't know why. Whether they, whether I mean, I think there's a big, big, big scale with sexuality. There's a big gray scale of, mm. um, you know, you can be either end of the 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 the, the deep end or the shallow end, and um, you can be wherever you like on that scale. Uh, and I have no judgment, you know, uh, with uh, bisexuality. I love that. I, I know my, you've met my ex boyfriend. He was bisexual, and it's kind of that's really cool. And I have a lot of friends that kind of might be a bit curious, or they, or, or other ways, or even uh, even I won't know names. One of my gay friends actually slept with uh, a woman. In, uh, in the last year or so, probably before lockdown now. Uh, it feels weird. You keep having to go Yolo. like... Which was really like, wow, that's amazing. But, you know, that's fine. Yeah, sure, if you want to. I don't think I'm Well, probably- straight people sleep with, like, a lot of um, straight women sleep with women. Um, yeah. But they, they, they don't blink an eye. But if a guy does it, they're like, whoa, my God, yeah. what? It's like, well, I knew I a guy it's... actually. I went and say what. I knew. I know a guy in Australia that I was friends with. I, um, that um is straight, and he slept with multiple men, and he he needs just like, I just I like to explore yeah, my sexuality. Fine. I'm like, that's yeah, awesome. You know, you do you, yeah. man. Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I think it's probably more of a surprise a gay man sleeping with a woman, weirdly, because you do go, you don't quite expect people to go back in that direction. But it's but again, I was like, that's was it fine. just a one night thing? I'm like, I'm getting like, I'm asking these like, well, questions. I'm such a sticky nose. 
Yeah, no, it, I think it probably was. Um, I think it was probably just, you know, in the moment and liking it. And again, it's, it was more of a surprise. Yeah. It, I, isn't it odd that we have that judgment with something like that? But I did think, I thought, well, that's fine. You can do that. Of course you can do that. I don't think it's a path I'll probably be going back up myself, but, and, and that, mainly because I've never done it. <laughs> and he also had, um, yeah, he he had slept with women uh, before quite happily you know sort of concentrating on guys so it's not i i, I think maybe therefore there's still probably about 20 percent of him that's probably is that does like women uh ish so i yeah. think that's fine but it is an odd it's an odd thing to think about isn't it that guy well, oh, it, well it sounds like though like with you you're very true to yourself like you were mentioning before that it's not everyone was wrong it's not that you were wrong it's that everyone else was wrong not a lot of people think like you how would you recommend someone feeling true to themselves because i feel like that's why you're such a good role model in this topic because a lot of people even still to this day don't want to come to terms with their sexuality i actually helped my friend at the time about six seven years ago to come out to his um italian family and he always knew he was gay and he said he knew he was gay i think he was listening to like the spice girls or something but how does someone come to terms with their sexuality and how do you stay true to yourself and be like, you know what, this is me, I love me? Is that how does how does someone do that? Because it sounds so complicated, which it shouldn't well, it be. It can be, it certainly can be. Um, I think I don't want I, this is my advice. I'm not saying this is the right advice. Uh, I would hmm. st- if you're thinking about it and you haven't come out to your family, I would, the usually is a friend that you have. We would naturally surround ourselves by a best friend, usually a best girlfriend. If you're a guy uh, that you could uh, test the waters and see what their reaction is. Um, And then, and it's amazing how uh, much, weight it takes off your shoulders when you say it out loud now it's not always easy really? if you've got a, if you if you're living at home i think it's harder and i remember back in these days i uh, slightly younger friends that i was living with when i first moved to london hadn't they were probably about three or four years younger than me but they at that time and they were getting to 30 and they still hadn't told their parents and I thought that was such a strange thing back then going, why haven't you? But then I thought, gosh, it, when I look back at my little story, it was quite easy compared to a lot of other people. And they were I was like, well, how could you not tell them? You're in, th- one, you're in musical theatre for starters. Um, it's like, it can't be that much of a shock. Um, it's, uh, it, it's weird, isn't it? I, but you usually find somebody you think you could trust, or, or even if you want to ring a helpline and say it out loud, uh, if it's that much of a problem. It's so weird, isn't it? I think people think it's going to ruin their lives if they say yeah, it. Yeah, and obviously I don't, know how, I don't know what it feels like because I've never had to do that before. But from an outside perspective, like you have to love who you are because who you are is good enough. That sounds so cheesy and I'm going to probably put it's it on true. a mug. But it's mm. true. You do mm. – like who gives like who gives a shit – if someone in the world is like, oh, my God, you like girls, you like guys, you like the same sex, like, who cares? Like, I know it must hurt if it comes from your family, it comes from your friends. I can't – it breaks my heart to think that some friends and family have stopped being friends with someone because they said, hey, I 
like the same sex or they're judging what you do, like whether it's transitioning and things like that. But having someone like yourself, Bunny, who has you generally from the get-go has been like, this is me. And you just have to keep on convincing yourself. You know what I mean? You have to convince yourself that you are good enough because you are. But would you say that you've become who you are because you stay true to yourself? Yeah, I think so. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think I'm crazy most of the times, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, you know I'm not saying I'm sane and kind of like uh, <laughs> but as far as who that was I was kind of hit I, I kind of hit the ground running in that way I, I've always kind of been the same person um, whether there's lots you know there's life throws lots of things at you. I, I mean I'm trying to uh, propel myself into an artistic world where I, I don't think I'm that talented particularly but I've got by on personality and charm and a few tricks. <laughs> and, yeah, but, you know, yeah. There's a lot more people that are far more talented than me that never got anywhere. Um, and there's a lot more people with less talent than me that got extremely far. So, and that, that they don't have any shame or nerve normally, <laughs> which I, that's, I wish I didn't have those um, <laughs> pieces yeah. of my psyche. If I didn't have any shame, I'd be a lot more successful. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh my uh, I know god! It's very, very I can't very far as well, by the way. Obviously, and a lot, the, a lot of my friends around me are are, are, are um, well known or, or, or very successful in their fields because they're brilliant. Um, that's the yeah. best scenario. Um, so yeah, I just kind of always knew that. So it, but it's I say all this as if it's easy, but to me, it's very easy. I don't think it's always easy to everybody. It's not easy, but I think it is a massive thing to be. You are who you surround yourself out to be. And Mm. you have to realize that, for example, if this person, think of it like this, I wouldn't want to, if your friend is not talking to you because of your sexuality or what career choice, whatever that you wanted to do, what advice would you give someone telling you that same story? And I'm sure majority of those people would be like, ditch them. As I said, like, as yeah. you said, it's not yeah. easy, but there's a lot of helplines yeah. out there to yeah. make it easy. And you can go to a lot of support groups, but I can't stress this enough that you have, like, be true to yourself because you are, like, I still concerns me that people are still coming to terms with the sexuality and it breaks my heart and I want it to stop. I really do. And this is coming from probably a naive girl right now. But um, I do generally want it to stop. So this is why I want to quickly talk about um, homophobia. Um, and unfortunately, like, I'm going to try to do this without swearing because anything to do with homophobia, <laughs> like, I'm generally, like, I'm actually clenching my fist right now. I'm going to stop doing that. Um, so did you ever have to deal with that? And if so, how, how did you cope with that? Did you have to deal with any... Idiots, um, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I probably at school a little bit, but I, it's so long ago now. I can't really remember. I don't think that was particularly homophobia, though. Um, but uh, I kind of have got off fairly lightly. I think really, there's no. I can't think of any stories to illustrate problems myself. Um, now, whether that's just, by the way, I was just thinking, there's me banging on about being your true self. And I dress as a character. <laughs> just suddenly went. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but when you're dressed in like a character, that is, um, 
it's an act and that is your career that's your job and a lot of people wouldn't do what you do because they're embarrassed honest to god bunny they wouldn't do what you do because they're embarrassed i know i've known a lot of people that wanted to do what you're doing and they're like no no no, people gonna people gonna tease me people gonna tease me and it's yeah it's it's sort of different you know what i mean I kind I started doing drag because I discovered this. I did it for a sh- musical very early on, and then I kind of implemented it later on, and uh, a few a few years later, because I realised if you package something, whatever skill set you have is magnified. So, like you know, so suddenly mm. if you're wearing, you know, if you're dressed like that, and if people say, "Oh, you can say whatever you want," and it's like, "Well, yeah, you can, but you've got to still be charming." Um, uh, but I realized it magnified whatever talents I had. Which <laughs> so it's more. It was more of a, yeah. uh, a, a discovering a trick than than a, like a, I want to be this. You know, I want to be this character. Maybe no. it, it probably did help my confidence. Perhaps perhaps I was a bit of a shy. I'm not saying I. You know, I wasn't have you ever had anyone question you? Did you ever have anyone question you and tease you about that online? Like any trolls? No, I don't. Weirdly, I haven't. Uh, but no, no um, I'm still kind of waiting for my first proper troll. I'm going to be very excited when that happens because you're uh, waiting. Uh, like tease me, tease me. Tease, no. Yeah, yeah. I probably because well, I probably what will bury them alive someone? in a small shallow grave if ever, if ever that happens. I can see I go from naught to zero, yeah, uh, so not to sixty quite quickly. Um, <clears throat> so that. you have to give me an alibi. Well, if what, what advice could you? <laughs> what advice could you give someone that might be going through some homophobia of themselves or trolling? Uh, if, it's, if it's online homophobia, um, I think any it, it, the block button, the mute, report, uh, all those things take you know just you know, take it very seriously. Um, if it's if it's anything dangerous, um, if it's um, yeah, I I still have that attitude is like I'm right, they're wrong, um, and they're their lives are awful and mine's much better than theirs. <laughs> well, actually is true. No, but it's so true because if someone is going to take their time out to tease someone about their sexuality or whatever, it, it it's true. It obviously shows a perspective, like a, like a part of their life that they're clearly not happy yeah, with. They're they probably not happy yeah. with themselves. Yeah. No, and you have to exactly. think of it like that. And I never thought of it like that, actually, no. when um, um, if someone ever, like, Obviously, if you're putting yourself me, yeah. out there, it, like I, I do, I, I, I think I've just been lucky that the level I'm at, people find my work and they're just happy to like you know they they just like my work now if i if i did something more uh, mainstream uh where you're kind of going i got it a little bit with the new talk show i did back in september because that was kind of being advertised uh so i did a, a loosely bait which is a, a drag chat show like loose women and because we were kind of being pushed out into different arenas people were going like what the hell's this and it's like well, it's not for you then. Bye, click. Um, uh, just that's the end of yeah. story. So, like that—that that was the first time I went. Oh, actually, that's interesting, but because it's not—it's outside. It's already outside the bubble that I've been in for quite a long time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's—it's. It's I'm not saying it's easy. And I'm sure. Look, if you had a tirade of uh, abuse from people, I'm sure that would be very hard. Uh, school bullying, I think, is a, should be a hanging offence. Um. <laughs> but, wow. What am I going to be a judge? No, I agree. It should be yeah. more serious. I think they I should think teach so. this a bit more in schools because there, there was a few um, 
I think there were a few homosexuals at, at my school, but my school, like I went to a Catholic school and everyone was really chill about that. That's why when I went to the UK, I experienced, I witnessed a lot more homophobia and racism and stuff and I just generally didn't get it. So I had to do my own research because I've always been like, love who you love because that's the way I've been brought up and like, I don't care what your sexuality is. I don't care who, what religion you go for. I don't care what race you are. I like you because of you. I'm putting that on a mug again, but it's true. Like yeah. it's, I think schools definitely need to be more strict when it comes to this sort of homophobia stuff and teach it a bit more to understand yeah. it. Um, I'd be interested but to see one thing what it's like now. I was having, to, I was having this talk with. It um, has changed. Yeah. With some sort of people I didn't know, some friends of friends um, last night, and they were in their twenties, straight guys, very lovely. And I was, we were talking about this and saying like they're all from Winchester, and we we're saying about like he, one of them was saying like his, his stepfather was a bit homophobic, and he just at a time when he was possibly in his late teens, it was a bit like mm, kind of a kind of affected by it. Then kind of went, no, I can make my own man up. I, I know I'm an adult. I can kind of that, that you're wrong, and. Gay, gay people are fine. Why, why are you being like this? Now, I don't know why. And also, it's so, there's so many probably reasons why um, someone might be like that. You never know what their experiences have been. Um, but you could say the same about racism. You can say about... You, usually... It's the uh, it's this strange compulsion to with minorities to kind of blame minorities for things. Um, to kind I, of take- I, I, I kind of disagree. There's no excuse for homophobia. I don't care what you've been put through in your life. Don't don't be homophobic, man. Oh, don't God, be, no, I don't no, care no, if no. like. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just. No, I'm not. There's no, I'm not but saying I do it's agree with you. It has changed though. Yeah, it's it's no. This is not an excuse, but I can kind of see the reasoning behind it. Some it's like finding out why someone's a serial killer, isn't it? There's obviously don't be a serial killer, but uh, sometimes you need to understand why they've become a serial killer. Um, and I've just um, equated homophobes uh, to being serial killers. Well, I think it's and a I think it's an easy solution. Don't be homophobic. That is yeah, a homophobic. great solution, guys, yeah. girls, anyone you are. Don't be fucking homophobic. And I'm sorry, Daddy, if you're listening to this right now and I just spawn, I know you're angry at me. Just quickly, so um, I read an article recently about, have you heard about the story called Rapper Da Baby? Um, he, if you haven't heard of it, um, there's a uh, rapper called Rapper Da Baby. No, I think he's called Da Baby. Yeah, so he was at a Miami gig and a video right. on social media. He was making appalling homophobic comments. Um, uh, and have you any thoughts on that? So he pretty much said the first line is if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases, blah, 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 blah. And he says all of this disgusting stuff, whether he was joking or not, it was dreadful. And he's been dropped by a lot of companies, which is awesome. And a lot of people and celebrities are, um, they're just calling him out on social media in a positive way they're not saying anything bad they're not like telling him like like die or whatever they're just saying i don't support you because of those comments what's your thoughts on that because we did say that it is different now there are a lot of um more like um homosexuals like sam smith was came out there's a few and even um 
what's that that guy's name? Um, the he sings the Hogtown Road and Mona Little Knacks or something. Oh God, yes, yes, yeah, he's amazing. And uh, Mona Down Road. I'm sorry, just sung, but what, it has changed. <laughs> but this story really pissed me off. Yes, Rapid when I, I read that dub baby guy, like. Uh, I thanks for explaining that to me because I've been busy the last few days and I'd seen what I'd seen was the fallout from that and I didn't know why it was yeah. happening because I hadn't seen and I don't obviously I don't know who that artist is I use the term artist very loosely um, I don't know who that <laughs> is so I was just seeing why are people uh, it, it seemed to be posting photographs of him and saying this you know saying that they don't support him or saying he's an idiot Um uh, so I, I haven't seen the, I need to go back and watch the actual thing and see what he's saying. Well, not that particularly should, should give him the, the air time or the, the, the time of my life. But, um, unfortunately there's still stupid people out there and he's a very stupid person. You know, yeah. unfortunately, there's always but what I do idiots. like about this story is that we're now in a society where, um, that we can actually come to terms and verbally, disagree on such disgusting comments like he made and it is like we're supporting the lgbt community and that's one good thing that's probably if there was a good thing to come out of this is that we're just like we're quick to now jump on people like this guy and there's consequences and i hope there's going to be continuing consequences for people like what's his name da baby um so Uh more consequences for this guy so, um, so that's one probably good thing because we need to, there needs to be more consequences. We need to post it about this. Cause I think the person who filmed it was like, this is disgusting. And his fans, his fans were, I think it all started. His fans were like, this is disgusting. What are you doing? I don't want to be a fan. I don't want to be a fan of your work anymore. So I think if us as a community continue to call out stupid people like this, hopefully we can come in a more supportive, loving pace. And it, it does still have a lot of work to do. And I'm not saying mm. I know anything about it because I don't, but from what I've witnessed, um, it does need a lot more work to do, but I feel like um, it's getting to be a little bit more of a supportive place and I still hope that one day, very soon, we can all just just love people and be kind, man, and who gives a crap who you freaking love. And I'm trying to not swear because this – oh, you know this is a very – angry topic for me not because it's i've ever Mm. had to be through it but i have a lot of friends who are like whether they're trans bi gay whatever it just but they've told me stories that they've been teased from that and that's why i very very angry about this situation because it just needs to stop but um just to round things up what would you say is the one thing you shouldn't do when it comes to your discovering your sexuality i guess i get well i suppose not to be frightened of it um and to yeah don't be scared by it um I, I I hope a lot of I I would say a lot of people now of the new generation uh, of the Gen Z I think it is isn't it uh, are, are, are far cooler <laughs> about it all uh, they they're far far yeah. far more uh, fluid and kind of getting it get, kind of I'm really not saying everybody but they they seems to be a culture of like it doesn't matter where you are on that spectrum of of sexuality anymore. Um, 
I have, yeah. but that is that is probably best case scenario. I'm not saying this is perfect for everybody, <laughs> yeah. but it, there does literally seems to have been a shift in the last, I'd say, five to six years. Uh, and I think that's brilliant. And I'm not quite sure how it's happened. Apparently, I think just everything's been working. Now, whether they, they, they probably won't realise the struggles that people have gone through before. And why should they? Because why would you look mm. back like that? Uh, I don't. I don't look back to the 1950s and 60s so much and think, you know, although those people went through all, uh, much worse times than me, pre, you know, homosexuality yeah. being illegal in 67 before 67 um, in the UK. Mm. So it's uh, yeah. So I think don't be frightened of it. Talk to people if you are uh, concerned, and but just you know, just realise that it's just part of you. It doesn't really matter, you know. Unfortunately, uh, and also being gay or straight doesn't mean that dating's easy. <laughs> it, you know, it's not. Uh, you know, <laughs> all my straight friends a lot. You know, have just as much problems with with girlfriends. My and, gay, getting, my getting gay best friend has. No, my gay best friend has the the best sex life, man. Like, seriously, he's always telling me, like, <laughs> he's on his up grinder. He's like, I just met up with a guy. The next time, I just met up with it. like, obviously, safe, safely. But yeah, sure. I'm just like, I'm living, like, through him. I'm like, okay, tell me more, tell me more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just, I'm like, oh, my God, you go. Obviously, not now because of lockdown and, um, yeah, yeah. um in Australia. But, no, I Anyway, that's another, that's a different episode. But what would you say is the no, key to good. having confidence? No. Co- what yeah, would you say is the key that, to yes, having confidence in your sexuality? Um, that is, yeah, confidence in your sexuality is 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 key. Um, confidence in yourself is always tricky because, you know, we all feel different ways about our bodies or whatever. So it's not, I'm not saying it's easy, uh, but I think, yeah. I think you, you've made me realise, yes, if you know who you are, uh, that is the kind of key to, being happy with yourself. You now, what the rest of the world might be completely mm. screwed up at the moment, and I think it always has been. It probably always will be. But if you kind of go through <laughs> life knowing, being true to yourself, again, talking slightly in cliches there, then I think that's the way forward. Yeah, and as you said, there's a lot of um, helplines out there that um, we can definitely um, link for anyone that might have been triggered by anything we're talking about and because you're not alone. I know a lot of people think um, really they're alone in this situation, um, but they're honestly not. Like when my, my friend came out to me, um, Restore Soul, like she obviously, yeah, she's not here with us now, but um, she came out to me and I was like, Okay, <laughs> and I do, I don't know. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. that's cool. Like, and she's like, I have a girlfriend. I was more angry that she had a partner and didn't even tell me. I mean, you didn't tell me I had a girlfriend oh. this whole time. But you just have to be supportive. <laughs> and if for someone that's listening, that's straight, and you have some gay friends out there, trans or whatever, or even anyone that you work with, just be supportive. Yeah. Just be supportive. Be, you don't know what a, they're going through, man. Be, like, come on, support. Be a good ally. That's, you know, you, you don't have to go to the pride marches if you don't want to. I'm sure, you know, a lot of my straight friends love doing that, but it's just be, just, yeah. just uh, you know, just react like it's not a, a big deal. And that's always the the best way. Um, and uh, and I love my straight friend. You know, I have um, I have a lot of straight mates and it's, um, and that's great. They're always kind of, uh really cool and interested i think they do look at i think straight men look at me like i'm a christmas tree a lot of the time um uh that kind of like it's just this is that sparkly. because you're wearing um i think they do look at me like something like oh wow shiny um 
uh, shiny, shiny, precious things, and kind of fascinated. And that's a huge compliment. So I, I always take that as a compliment. No. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Bunny, for coming on. And definitely, ch- um, I want everyone to check out your stuff that you do because you're epic. And that's another, if you don't know what epic is, that's another cool saying. Oh, no, I say that all the time. So, all the time. <laughs> so this is adulting. Thank you so much, Bunny, for joining me on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review and I'll see you soon.